going to be talking about Thanksgiving. Dun, dun, dun. The pagan origins of Thanksgiving. It's almost that time of for Thanksgiving, one of my personal favorite holidays. We're all familiar with the classic story of Native Americans dying with the pilgrims, but our modern day Thanksgiving has deeper pagan roots than many may be aware of. So let's dig into the history of this holiday and reveal some of the surprising pagan elements. In America, it's believed that the first Thanksgiving took place in 1621, but it was not for the first time people gathered to give thanks for the autumn harvest. In fact, people have been celebrating the harvest for millennia, and our Thanksgiving meal is just modern incarnation reflecting these ancient celebrations of autumn abundance. Most of our modern holidays, like Christmas and Easter, are a combination of pagan and Christian traditions. Thanksgiving, on the other hand, doesn't have much of a Christian influence. While Thanksgiving is not tied to any one specific religion, traditions are quite similar to the number of pagan ancient pagan harvest celebrations. For example, in ancient Rome, they celebrated the holiday of Sererida, which honored the harvest goddess of grain called Ceres. There are around 100 different harvest gods and goddesses from Greek and Roman culture. So it is clear that celebrating the harvest season was a key feature of their spiritual beliefs. Harvest celebrations were also vitally important during Celtic and Anglo-Saxon pagan times. In Britain, these traditions evolved into a holiday called the Harvest Home. Historically, the date of Harvest Home differed each year as it was celebrated when all of the autumn crops were finally harvested. The final cartload of food was paraded through the town and a big harvest supper was celebrated among the villagers. Apparently, these harvest suppers started to get a bit out of hand and in 1867 were described as an unrestrained right in excess. In addition to Harvest Home, a separate religious holiday called the Days of Hot Thanksgiving was practiced in the Church of England, which people set aside one religious day of their choosing to give thanks to God. We get the name Thanksgiving from this Christian tradition. While the feasting commonly associated with Thanksgiving largely derives from the Harvest Home celebrations. Luckily for us Americans, our Harvest Thanksgiving celebrations were never commandeered by the church. And as such, they remain pretty pagan to this day. Here in America, a lot of our imagination around, I'm sorry, your imagery around Thanksgiving shows a shared meal between the pilgrims and the Native Americans. It could be said that this rousy view of our first Thanksgiving meal together is largely misleading and helps to obscure the many atrocities the colonists committed upon the Native Americans. The Native Americans, like the ancient pagan peoples of Europe, understood the importance of honoring and respecting the harvest. And during the first American Thanksgiving that took place in 1621, the Native Americans paused to give thanks to the many spirits and deities that aided in the bountiful harvest. Let's talk about the symbols. There are three key symbols that are common to Thanksgiving celebrations, the cornucopia, AKA the horn of plenty, the turkey and the corn, all of these symbols were viewed as an important among pagan societies. Let's begin with the cornucopia, which was an important symbol in ancient Greece and Rome. A cornucopia is a horn-shaped basket that is usually filled with harvest fruits and vegetables. This symbol goes back to a story from ancient Greece where a goat pulled off 
pulled off his horn and offered it to the god Zeus. This was a magical horn that would refill indefinitely with food and drink, ensuring that Zeus would never go hungry. To give thanks to the goat, Zeus made the goat's imagery in the night sky, which became the constellation we now call Capricorn. So now we're seeing that, uh, we're seeing the fact that um, this goes into the zodiac now. All right. Cornucopia was also incorporated into statues and money across ancient Rome. It was often used in representations of the goddess of grain, Ceres, and the goddess of luck, Fortuna. The cornucopia has even made an appearance in American currency. After all, the cultural, uh, the cultural identity of early America is largely inspired by ancient Greek and Roman culture and their systems of government, as we have today. So that is true. We do live in a pagan culture, all right? And it, Christians have to get it out of their head that, oh, this is God's country. No, it's not. No, this is not a Christian nation. It's Christian in name only. All right. As you can see, the way our government works, the laws, I mean, our military even looks back to uh, the ancient Roman ways of warfare. All right. How they did things. The next symbol I want to mention is the turkey, which is the centerpiece of the American Thanksgiving dinner. Many Native American tribes view the turkey as a symbol of fertility and abundance. As a totem animal, turkey, turkey reminds us of the importance of our relationship with the land, as the land is the source of nourishment and sustenance. Turkey feathers are also viewed as especially important and are used in ritual wear and in smudging ceremonies. So when we eat turkey at Thanksgiving, we are celebrating and honoring the connection we have with the, our sacred land and the animal spirits. Lastly, corn is often used as a symbol of to represent Thanksgiving. Corn, also called maize, was a key staple crop among the Native Americans and it played an important role in their spiritual beliefs. In some tribes, corn itself was seen as a spirit and often played a role in ceremonies. Historically, it is also believed that the Native Americans taught the pilgrims how to grow and harvest corn. And without the Nas, would not have never survived the harsh winters. And in return, for the Indians' help, they gave them blankets with smallpox and, you know, used germ warfare. All right, we're getting to sports now. One last thing to remind when well, one last thing comes to mind when I consider our modern Thanksgiving celebrations, and that is football. So why would something like football be connected to the harvest meal? Well, Celtic pagan fest harvest festivals usually include some type of sport or competition. For example, during the harvest festival called Lanshiva, I can't even pronounce that name. Laughs not as loud. People would participate in the Tatilium games, which included sports like archery, wrestling, and chariot racing. Another famous Irish pagan harvest festival is Samhain, which historically was the time to get to gather the whole tribe together for feasting and athletic competitions. So today in America, like the ancient Celts, we enjoy watching sports along with our harvest. Often they say history doesn't repeat it, but it does rhyme. That's how I view our modern American Thanksgiving celebration. Thanksgiving touches something deep in our subconscious, a desire to celebrate the abundance of nature with our community before the long winter begins. I think our modern American Thanksgiving is a way to subtly tap 
back into how the harvest was once celebrated during pagan times, a time when uh, we honored the spirits of the land, being with family, Vestus de Gratusi, and watching large men pummel each other for our entertainment. And that's basically it. <clears throat> All right. Now let's see what the Bible says about it. Okay. Beware that you are not ensnared to follow them after they have destroyed after they are destroyed before you, that you do not inquire of their gods, saying, How do the nations serve their gods? And how also may I do likewise? You shall not behave thus toward the Lord. You shall not behave thus toward the Lord your God, for every abominable act which the Lord hates, they have done before their gods. For they even burned their sons and daughters into the fires for their gods. Native Americans did commit human sacrifice. Whatever I command you, you shall be careful to do, and shall not add nor take away from it. Deuteronomy chapter chapter 12, verses 30 to 32. Okay, let me back up a bit right here. All right. So how deceived are we? Christmas is deceitful holiday because it purports the, the Jesus' birth and Easter because it falsely honors Jesus' resurrection. Thanksgiving is deceitful because it represents a false harvest. If you have access to the um, UG's, um, book, UCG's book, songbook, turn to page 113, you may be surprised to find pagan harvest song called Come Ye Thankful People Come, which is a song for the harvest home. The scripture quoted at the top is Exodus chapter 34, verse 22. You shall celebrate the Feast of Weeks. The same festival Sarah Hale stated may be replaced with Thanksgiving. Using the same scriptures in 1971's Tomorrow World magazine featured the cornucopia on the cover for the lead store on Thanksgiving. This would not have happened if people knew the cornucopia was a pagan, was pagan as the Christmas tree. How many baptized members of God's people are decorating their homes this year with pagan symbols and unaware. Beware that you are not ensnared to follow them, for they are destroyed before you, that you do not inquire of their gods, saying, How do these nations serve their gods? That I also may do likewise. You shall not behave thus toward the Lord your God. For every abominable act which the Lord hates, they have done for their gods, for they even burn their sons and daughters in the fires of their gods. Whatever I command you, you shall do carefully to do, and you shall not add nor take away from it. Deuteronomy, once again, chapter 12, verses 30 to 32. Thus says the Lord, do not learn the way of the nations. Jeremiah, chapter 10, verse 2. Scripture is clear that we are not to intimidate or copy religions of the world, and commanded us, saying, you shall not behave thus toward the Lord your God. Deuteronomy, chapter 12, verse 31. Thanksgiving is not God's harvest celebration or holy day. It is the nation's harvest celebration and holy day. All right. I hate your new moon festivals and your appointed feasts. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 14. Under what authority do we have to add to this, to his appointed feast? God gave us holy feast days as time for us to gather with his family, to rejoice, to give honor, thanks, and glory to him. A Purim and Hanukkah different yes in one distinct way they're not harvest festivals that claim the same meaning and purpose as god's holy feast holy festivals all right now a lot of people are going to get mad 
you know it's your it's your choice it's your choice what you want to do me i kind of like i don't feel like celebrating these days anymore because once you find out what they're about of course this comes with a price because people are going to look at you funny even among christians and you know jesus has a lot of fans but he has very few children that's just the reality of it all okay remember i'll say it again jesus has very few 